Technology is best when it brings people together. It goes beyond being a giant network to an interconnected system with humans at the center. Welcome to Pointers in 10, where we take little leaps towards big changes. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where in the world you're listening to us. Today, I'll be speaking to Asase Courage Komla, who is Operations and Programs Manager at the Whole Node Hub. He also loves photography. We are going to be discussing how to build tech communities and the concept of program management. If you can hear me, Courage, kindly unmute and talk about yourself and what you do. All right. Um, good evening, afternoon to um, the listeners out there, wherever you are in the world. My name is Courage Komala Asase. Uh, you can call me Komala for short or KD. That's my other names. Uh, I'm the operations manager for Honod Hub. Um, Honod Hub is an innovation and tech space that's located at Ho in the Volta region, uh, actually the Volta regional capital. Um, we do digital skills training, advocacy, and enterprise support programs. So basically our role is to nurture businesses from the point of acceleration through to incubation and then to market stage. And then our other focus is also to develop a vibrant ecosystem of tech lovers where we can be able to nurture these young people in the tech space to be able to put themselves on the map where they can launch startups or businesses on their own. And so for the past three years, we, we began this journey of running this space. And currently, I would say that there has been a lot of progress in terms of our activities, our programs. And yeah, that's so far, that's, that's about Whole Node Hub. It's interesting to note, um, would you say that the reception at the Whole Node has been uh, a good one? How are people, especially in the Volta region and its environs responding to technology? Is it exciting? Um, yes, um, I would say that we, we actually spent the first two years of our operations trying to just educate people about the concept of hubs because um, it, it was a concept that was probably widespread in Accra and I would say somewhat Kumasi than any of the towns you can locate in Ghana. And so people actually, okay, there's something called hubs, but they haven't had it very close to their doorstep like how we decided to bring it to home. So we spent so much time just trying to educate people. Okay, this is hub, and this is what we do, and this is a concept we are bringing to town. And so from the beginning, it was like a mixed reaction. Okay, um, what, what are they doing? Are they an NGO? Are they a finance organization? What, what exactly are they doing? So I wouldn't say it was a rosy beginning, but I think that because we knew exactly where we want to go in terms of the, 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 the impressions we were seeing, we, we, we were able to hold the thoughts together and persevere to our current status. Oh, that's true. I mean, it's, it's a good step you took, having to um, sensitize and create awareness before launching into business. So are you able to give, maybe in terms of numbers, people who have passed through the hub and maybe the different places they ventured into afterwards? Yeah, so we, we believe that you cannot run a hub without a community. And so we are like, we are one of the hubs that are so very much focused on community building. So in, in our space, we have 
four key virtual communities that we thrive out, we, we pride ourselves with. And at every quarter, we, we hold community meetups for all these four communities. We, we bring the virtual conversation to our physical space. And we also run other partnership programs with other agencies. We, we run our own incubation programs. We, we run community advocacy projects. We run STEM outreaches. And then we, we also do um, what we call partnership with some of the tertiary institutions in town. So I would say that in terms of our skills training program, we have trained over 500 people in different kinds of skills, digital skills, web development, programming, um, AI, um, photography bootcamp, design for ladies. We have trained quite a lot of people. Currently, we just finished a, a training program in web development that is funded by the MasterCard Foundation. Um, last uh, two weeks, we are currently going to the incubation phase of that program. Um, we, we have some students that we've been able to work with in the past who are currently running their own agencies in Accra, like town studios, uh, town district studios. We, we have other businesses that pass through incubation who are currently doing marvelous things in the agriculture um, sector and then the, the tourism sector. So I would say that um, the impact has been tremendous. The, the project that we set out to do, the impact that we set out to achieve, um, we haven't, we haven't, uh, I would say we haven't um, reached all the, the full 100% goal, but we, we can look back and say, no, we, we actually had a very, very wonderful journey. Indeed, indeed. Thank you for sharing with us. And I'm going to do a flip question. So um, ideally, I would have asked um, what hubs offer for everyone or what the tech community, how important the tech community is to everyone. But I want to ask first, right, how do you um, create, what are some of your pointers for creating tech communities? And then we'll go into why they're important. So for the, the work you do and your role as operations manager, what pointers would you give to anyone looking to start a tech community? One of the most important places where people get motivation and then a bit of self-discovery is the communities to which they belong. I think that um, in, in Accra, one of the places where I realized that most young people pick up the, the inspiration to, to actually proceed with um, a career in tech is the Deaf Congress platform, which is a tech, a tech community platform. So I have always, even in our days in KNUST, you remember, you know, we graduated together the same year, right? In our days in KNUST, you realize that most yeah. of the guys who came for the, the early part of Hack, uh, Hack Lab, when you guys hosted it in the, the, uh, the Vodafone cafeteria, the, the Vodafone cafe rather, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, most of those guys from the beginning actually had a lot. And when you, when you try to follow up the career trajectory of most of the early guys who came for Hack Lab in the, in the first, in the early days, you realize that there has been certain thing that actually goes with people who belong to communities, tech communities. They follow through the, the, the skills, they follow through the career, and they are currently doing so well in their individual life. So the, the, the importance of tech communities can never be overemphasized. Yeah. I think that for us, we, we have been able to build a close relationship with the tertiary institutions that run computer science courses in, in, in the Volta region. For example, the, the whole technical university, we, we, we have a developer community of students in the University of Health and Allied Sciences. 
uh, we have other people from the Ghana Technology University, the whole campus. And so through that particular platform, we've been able to refer people to, to tech jobs in and outside Ho. We've been able to actually employ people from the community we've built. So we as a hub have employed people onto our platform for several roles from the community we've been able to build ourselves. We've been able to recommend people to people who come to town. So you realize that the, the community has been a spark for most people who either to uh, were not clear in their minds as to why they, they were offering those courses or they were in that uh, circle. Uh, most of the students we met um, in, in some of the schools in, in Ho who are offering computer science actually were just feeling that it was a cool course and um, people will not be able to ask them a lot of questions because it's a known course. That, so they're just in the classes. It did not have any inspiration to actually proceed or um, learn through what they are learning in, in class. But when we brought them closer to the tech community platform that we, we've developed, you realize that there's been a, a retuning of the mindset and people now begin to say, okay, no, I think that I need to recalibrate my mind. I think this is what I'm learning as a computer science course. I can actually do a lot with it. So let me now do something better, which has arisen because of some of the some of the resource um, people we, we brought on board for our community meetups, like the tech community meetup, and some of the exposure programs that we've given to all these people who belong to our platform. So I would say that it's a very important feature and that as a hub, one of the ways you can be able to um, be able to get people closer to you and work on their mindset is the, the vibrancy of the platform that you keep for the tech community. Exactly. I agree. I was going to throw in there the Hackler Foundation because, you know, I work there also. I, I do community engagement for the Hackler community. And for us, just like you said, we are able to, the idea for our community is that when anybody enters a community, we're able to guide them from the entry point through to potential leadership. And that's very important because they get to see how they've improved. And so let's now go in and Fantastic. say... Let's now go in and say, how do you build a hub? What are the essentials for building a hub? One of the, we, we belong to a, um, a network called the Ghana Hubs Network, Ghana uh, Tech and Business Hubs Network. Uh, that particular body oversees the activities of all hubs in the country. And so for you to be a, um, a full recognized hub, you need to be part of the network. Well, one of the key, um, criteria in the constitution that has been stipulated for what constitutes the hub is the fact that you need to have a physical space. So yeah, everybody can, I'm sure you know groups like Barcamp, like Ghana Think Tank, yeah. that, that brings people together. Mm. They, they also discuss a lot of um, 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 empowerment um, um, conversations. They have a lot of uh, powerful resource persons that come together to but the difference is that for, for you to be a hub, you need to have an actual physical space that I can walk in and I can get a desk and a table and sit down to actually build something with. Anybody that wants to run a hub, think of the fact that you are not only going to be a virtual space for encouragement, you are going to be the actual nexus for growth. So if I need to build startup A or B, if I need to sit down and work on a project, I can just enter your premises. You can, I can get a, a desk and a table and probably an internet facility 
and I can and I can work from your space. The second is that you need to have the the, the right required skill set of people because a hub is not an NGO. So most people actually confuse hubs with NGOs. A hub is not a place for motivation. A hub is not a place for motivational speaking. A hub is a place to build stuff. So if I, if I need to build stuff, it means that I need people who understand the tech, the tech market. I need people who understand the business market. I need people who understand innovation. I need people who actually understand what it is to market my product. I need people who understand what it is to sell my product. So the second requirement for hubs is that you need to have a right mix of skill sets that will be able to assist any prospective startup or anybody that works into your space for you to, 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 to support. Mm. So the physical space, the right mix of um, um, expertise. Now, the third thing I would say is that you also need to have the proper registration and community belonging because it, for, we ha it have like, let's say, Impact Abakra. You realize that they already are part of a network of Impact Hub, which is a global community of hubs, right? So it makes their work easier. So you need to also belong to a community of hubs. So you need to have the right documentation that will be able to enroll you into the Ghana hubs network. That will be able to enroll you into Afrilabs. Afrilabs is the mother body of hubs in Africa. And so you, you need to tick all those boxes and I, 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 I believe that when you are done with your physical space, your, your, ex, your, your team, and then the right um, um, membership associations, you can actually call yourself, uh, you can actually be uh, in a good standing to actually run a vibrant hub. Wow, I didn't know all these were requirements really. You know, everybody says, I'm forming a community, I'm doing this and that. But thank you really for enlightening and um, sharing those insights. So I want to see uh, now, I want to bring it to a close. We've, we've picked pointers, we've picked what you do. But I also know you love photography. Can you tell us about what you do photography-wise? And then you share how people can reach you if they need any more information. Yeah, so the photography journey actually started in Kenya, right? You know, in tech, I, I was um, the lead for WhatsApp Tech. I'm sure you mm. know of WhatsApp Tech. Yeah. Yes, I was, I was running... I was like the, I was the pro, pro, uh, project lead for WhatsApp Tech. So I was in charge of writing stories. You know, we used to chase stories, what happened on campus, whole weeks, write articles, interviews, and all those things. And sometimes you, you go, let's say for Republic Hall Week, and all the bars and the fun, you do interviews and, and you, you take pictures and you, you need to use cameras that belong to someone else. And you need, to, you need to wait for two days, three days for the pictures to be ready. And you know that news is time bound. So I write my story ready. I am waiting for pictures for me to publish my story. The pictures are not coming because the camera is not for me and we use someone else's camera. And so you cannot, you cannot force your way. WhatsApp Tech was actually growing. We were, we, were, we were moving so fast. We were becoming the official mouthpiece for Kane Westy. So people were beginning to believe in our, in our, in our stories. And so that was like a worry. So I think around somewhere around level 300, I had a friend who joined WhatsApp Tech who had a camera. And so I said, okay, if I need to write my stories and wait for three, two days for me to get my pictures to publish, and I know that by the time the pictures will come, the news will have been dead, then let me take up 
the task to learn how to take the pictures and get my stories and publish myself. So I took those, the, I took the initiative to learn how to take pictures. So by level 400, I was okay. I started, I started taking pictures. And then I got my first uh, commercial gig to take my, my college, my, sorry, my department uh, week celebration uh, photography. And then by the time I, I, I started service, I bought my own camera in 2017. Wow. That was when the journey, okay, the journey started for me. So, okay, so we, we, we were running a hub in 2017. I have my own camera. Now we, we take pictures. Whenever we have any event, I use my camera to take the pictures. I was running around with virtually everything, event management, event organization, uh, photography, digital. So I said, okay, I think that now that I've honed all these skills, I can now pursue this in a professional way. That's how I bet the, the KD photography brand. And it's been so far so good about transforming the narrative of corporate brands. So I take a lot of corporate pictures. So uh, for organizations that need photography, maybe GISX program, maybe Hack Lab wants, uh, wants my, my services. I do more corporate photography branding, um, corporate branding photography. And so whenever you see me, I'm mostly shooting for most of these organizations. I think as recent as 2019, I shot for the Turkish embassy. Wow. And I, 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 I was privileged to, to have a one-on-one -on -one interview, video interview with the, the, the Turkish ambassador. Wow. I've shot a lot of uh, corporate gigs. I've, I've, I've shot with the, the uh, Reach for Change. I've shot with Social Enterprise Ghana. I've Emani I've Ghana. A lot of the corporate... Uh, yeah, a lot of the corporate organizations. You, you can reach out to me on Instagram, KD Photography, or Facebook, or just call me. I'm always available to, to, to attend to any, anybody who needs my services. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. It's been insightful listening to you about um, tech communities and the hubs and also about your interest and how you turned your passion or you found a problem you're able to even use the field for another, um, let me call it a side job. So thank you so much for being yeah. on the podcast today. I just want to, I just want to thank you and remind everyone that in the spirit of community and finding answers together, we'll do this again next time on Pointers and Turns. Thank you so much and thank you for joining in. Thank you.